Good week, listeners. How are you doing? This is the Pranks and Firth podcast with me, Ash Frith. I had to swallow three times. And again, and over there, all the way up in Norwich, up the old A127, A130, um, whatever road after that, it's Justin Panks. Uh, you just went robotic then. I'm not confident this is going to work. Oh, for fuck's sake. But hello, mate. But he- there you are, I'm all right. I've, yeah, got bollock issues, Panks. What's going on? Sad I saw bollock, and um, then got a bollock lump on the other bollock. Mm, how big is it? It's half a pea. No, not, the, not your bollock, the lump. Ah, ah, I had that in uh, Brighton. Oh, really? And I think that, you know, I thought that any sign of the C word, it was like, go in, get it checked out quick as possible. Yeah. A hipster doctor with a fucking circus moustache and monocle. <laughs> in Brighton. Uh, in Brighton. Uh, high-pitched voice, let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Examined me and, and went, what, that? And I went, yeah. And he went, that thing looks like a grain of, about the size of a grain of rice. I went, yeah. He went, it's a cyst. And I went, oh, brilliant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, but he was I'm like, not a doctor. It was like, but that tiny little thing that isn't big enough to be warrant. It's like I thought you meant to catch it early before it got too big. Yeah, that's that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, is that not the case? No, no. This was like you wasted my time, mate. Did it go away? I ain't touched them since. That was about five years ago. <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to, in case you like it too much. I got someone to do that for me now, mate. Yeah, I'm not gonna keep doing it though. All right, I do. I'd wanted to talk to you about that. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's right, mate. But um, apparently, dogs can sniff it. Cancer, so. yeah, yeah. Well, I get a doctor to sniff. Have a go. Um, so I phoned the doctors today and uh, at eight, and then they said, "Oh, yeah, you have to come phone back at four for a telephone appointment." I said, "Well, how's that going to work?" Like I've told you, yeah, everything I can tell you. What am I literally going to be feeling my bollocks on the phone? Yeah, which is what I do do normally. I know um, you did it now. Yeah, a little bit. And then I phoned up at four and she said, um, yeah, you need to phone back through to reception and get booked in for a physical appointment as soon as possible. So I phoned back through to reception and they went, oh, well, we haven't got any appointments. You just have to phone at eight every day, see if you can get an appointment. I went, oh, okay. It's like I'm panicking. Yeah, I know. Like you're you say, a panicky person, aren't you? Yeah, especially with a lump on the bollock. That's one uh, thing. It's just at that age where things like that start happening, mate. Exactly. That's the thing. I'm at the age now where you start dying of testicular cancer. No, you just start getting lumps and bumps everywhere and cysts and fucking big, big like faggots of scabs. Yeah, just peeling off. Your shins go transparent. I always thought that faggots look like blood clots. Ooh. Yeah. Have you ever seen one? What, a actual... Yeah, like a the awful dish. Yeah, I have. I'd never thought of it like that. I thought it looked more like a a tube of like a sausage without a skin. No, faggots are more like meatballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but aren't they like cylindrical? No, they weren't like a squashed I... meatball. No, I don't know. They're just unpleasant. It's a northern thing, isn't it? It's all unpleasant, isn't it? You love blood sausage or whatever it's called. Black pudding. Yeah. Mm, I do. That is a scab. That's literally it's a scab. It's literally a pig scab, fried pig scab, but it's fucking amazing. I um, I did some I prefer it to bacon. I'd rather have bacon, yeah. It's all gross to me now. 
Um, I here's the thing that you'll love. You'll love this. Um, I did some recording on Friday with uh, Mr. Biffo, Digitizer. Mm-hmm. You remember him from Teletext. Mm-hmm. And he got me some vegan pork scratchings. Right. And well, it's the same thing as everything, really. Like I've forgotten what everything tastes like or the texture of everything. So every time I eat something like that, I go, oh, my God, this is exactly what it was like. Yeah, it probably it tastes be. like absolute yeah. shit to you. But like 30, 40 years, 30 years down the line of not eating it, that really scratched an itch. Pardon the pun. Pardon the old pun. But I think I think we should do it. Next time we get together, now that we're going to be able to, I should get you some of these vegan alternatives, and you can taste them and tell me how shit they are. I That'd quite like good. that. All right, yeah. Because I don't know. Like, I can no, you don't. Some, it's I can like... eat some vegan bacon and go, oh, yeah, that's bacon. It'll be like the scene from Mask, where the big-headed freak is explaining to the blind girl what colours are. I don't remember that. Yeah, Rocky Jim Carrey. No, the one with... <laughs> was it Eric Stoltz or something like that? It was, like that? yeah, it yeah. was. And she's blind. And, uh, That's a bit cruel. Why is he doing that? It's a bit of a cruel thing that, oh, you'd have to be blind. You, you know, that's a, it's, a, it's an insult you'd say to someone, isn't it? Like, you you know, can't you're... see colours. No, no, you'd say, like, you're so fucking ugly. Your partner would have to be blind. You'd have to find a blind person. Oh, and he does, does he? Yeah, he finds a blind girl. And he does it with, I think he goes, like, I hold this piece of ice. No, that's blue. And then he sticks what? it. But yeah, he goes, like, Why is it I think blue? It, like, he's trying to get fit. And then he, and he, like, burns the palm of a hand of a clipper lighter. And says, That's red. <laughs> this sounds it's awful. quite abusive. I don't know if you're it. telling the truth or not. I don't know. Neither any... do I. Neither do I. So we're even. But here's a little teaser. A little, what do you call it? A, 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 a more teaser. Hook, hook, hook people in. I think I thought of the best question ever this week. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to tell you, in it, but we're not going to tell you now. I'll tell you about 10 minutes so the listener can just. Are you going to slip it in? I'll just tell Sam. I'm, I'm going to say my great question now. Oh, right. It's going to be that. It's going yeah, to be yeah. But I'm, I'm, it's just like a, like I say, a little teaser. Okay. Cliffhanger. Uh, good, a terrible film. I was going to say good film. Awful film. Um, you watched a film tonight. What did you watch? It was called Fractured. Uh, I don't like the sound of it. What's it about? Uh, I won't spoil it. It's about a bloke. What? Get, has an accident with his wife and daughter and then goes to a hospital in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah, it all works out okay. Well, let's just say it was all right. It wasn't, a fully, fi- wasn't a fully broken leg. Yeah, no. Just fractured. Just, just fractured. That's kind of what it was about. Oh. It was all right. I'd recommend it, I suppose. I think it was quite predictable. Yeah, they all are. Mm. So here's the... I was thinking today... I Is this the why. question? No, 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 no. Okay. I was thinking today, I don't know why certain things just come into your head. I thought the two best things I've ever watched, two of the best things I've ever watched. Or you things... saw me in Camden, didn't you, do a show? Mm-hmm. And then tripped over. Did you trip over? No, you did. did... That would have did been I? the best thing. No, that would have been the best thing oh. I'd ever watched if you was walking onto stage and hurt yourself. No, I watched oh, two yeah, documentaries in the early 90s. And they were fucking brilliant. One was really brilliant. 
uh, and one was okay. But I don't know who they were by, what they were about. I don't know what they I've never seen them since. And I, I start to think I've imagined them. I woke up at half four this morning. I was in some sort of like twilight, half awake, half asleep thing. And I was thinking, did I make these fucking documentaries up? I've never heard anyone else mention them. What were they? One of them was about a bloke who was a bare-knuckle fighter. And he was training for this big fight. And I think he was Irish. He had a bald, shaved head. And halfway through the documentary, it turns out he was a complete fantasist and made it all up. Oh, it that's was... amazing. Yeah, and you didn't know it was coming. But he had this mate. I remember his mate was like this big ginger bloke. Because that's a big he... thing online now, isn't it? People calling each other out. Irish bare-knuckle boxers. Yeah, this guy was just like a little dweeb. So did they know that when they started the documentary? No, no, it happened halfway through. They were interviewing his mate who he was meant to be fighting and they thought they weren't mates. I remember he was called the Gorilla or something, this big ginger fella. And I remember he had these weird fingers gloves on. What's that? That's orange, isn't it? What? Orangutan. Yeah, but his nickname was the Gorilla. Yeah, I was saying it'd be better if he was called the Orangutan. Oh, I thought you said, hang on a second. Oh, no. No, no, no. I'd never say that to you. Uh, what are you doing? I can hear you dragging your bellend across the mic again. Oh, is that my... That? No, it's like, was it your jowls hitting it? No, I might be breathing into it. I was holding my... Because I'm wearing headphones with a microphone on them. Yeah, you're saying you was doing. I was holding so, it out in front of my face. So they're chatting to his supposed rival, or his opponent, and he started saying all these cryptic things, like, oh, you don't know... And the documentary maker was like, the saint struck. Anyway, so they go to this barn, and it was like in a sort of outbuilding. And this little guy who was like the center of the documentary was meant to be, his mate was meant to turn up and have this fake fight. His mate never showed up. So he had to fight someone in the crowd. He had to have a real fight. This sounds made up to me. It does, I saw it. it. Why did he have to? Because the t- crew was all there, and they were like, oh, this bloke will fight you. So he, it was a draw because they both got tired. Now, neither of them could fight. And then at the end, it, they, they confronted him. And he was going, yeah, but that fight I had was real. You know, you still got your documentary. And he was doing loads of quotes. He was doing, like, quotes from on the waterfront, you know, that I could have been a contender, Johnny. And uh, he was doing... And you could see he completely wanted to be an actor. But that was brilliant. Yeah, I wanted to watch it again. Have you bothered to it was... Google it since you woke up and thought about it? Have a guess. Yeah. What's it called? You found out. No, and the other one I watched was about this bloke, similar sort of thing, really. He was putting, he, he was buying an island and trying to make this um, community on an island, and he was really vetting people. And the documentary maker halfway through goes, he seemed really odd that you know his family, he had this family, but he, hadn't, he didn't have any pre, like he had a wife and kids, but like that he never spoke about his parents or the, and he was a nonce, convicted nonce that was doing oh, it. Yeah, they're often trying to force their way into public eye, aren't they? It's really weird. Yeah. Often you find that they then try and get themselves public again. Like that's their mental disorder is to be the most, whether whatever reason why, to be the front and foremost in people's minds. I don't. Yeah, I mean it's it's like uh, a serial killer. It, like Louis C.K. did it. I mean, he used to do lots of. Well, he's got some joke bits about masturbating. Yeah. Which you think, well, that's fair enough because the comedians invariably, their, their life tends to creep into their act. But like in his show, he did things where he was a serial master. He called himself, remember, 
he went on a show about masturbating on the news in the, in Louis in his sitcom and it came up. It was like they stitched him up and it came up with his caption. It said Louis C.K. serial masturbator because he was he was sort of debating a Christian anti-masturbator. Yeah. He sort of think, fuck me. And then that film he made, I watched, I downloaded that because it didn't get released, did it? No, I never saw it, actually. I Love You, Daddy, or something like that. Yeah. Oh, mate, red flags all over the place. So what was that then? Again, it's this... Well, look at Savile. Look at, you know, look at... Uh... Well, like Michael Jackson, they reckon that would like that... Um... One of his songs, wasn't it? Well, Thriller, they said, was about that, wasn't he? I don't know. Well, the video in that is that I'm not like... He's like the bad, 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 isn't he? The monster. He is a monster. Turns into a monster. Well, I don't know, whatever. But uh, I can't remember what I was talking about. Don't matter matter anymore. No, don't matter. Those documentaries quite late. Don't start wanking, have you? (laughs) Yeah. So uh, here's my good question. Oh, here it is. Here it comes. Why isn't a comma called a half stop? It's lovely. Lovely bit of business, mate. It's not really a bit of business, but I was just looking at it. And it going, is it a is... bit of business. Lovely bit of business. That it's a full stop and a half stop. Well, a comma yeah. is exactly a comma is exactly a half stop. If a yeah. full stop is a full stop, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why call it a full stop? Is there just a stop? But a, a comma stop. is a comma is half of a full stop. Yeah, you're right. It's a great question. What made you think of that? I looked at a comma and thought, um, why isn't that called a half stop? I think you should. I think if I, it's a real shame you're not on Twitter. Right. That's the kind of thing. That's the kind of thing that people. That's are why there I'm for. not on there. People think that's good. That is good. You said it's the best question you've ever thought of, so you can't say you don't think it's good. I think comma. I don't know. I, again, what does I comma mean? Latin, isn't it? Oh, here's the thing. Someone I was listening to something today, and they were talking about the German for glove, and right. we've got German listeners. Is it hand sock? You know? Basically, hand shoe. It's always something like that, isn't it? Hand shoe. <laughs> so what do they call hang on a hand shoe it should be hand yeah sock. yeah he'll tell us old Janice he's listed I wonder if a sock's called a foot shoe yeah. or a foot glove I don't know that'd be weird wouldn't it if they were named after each other that's kind of nonsense that happens though isn't it yeah yeah but I do it's like, like Frank that. Skinner this week saying uh, it's annoying that pyjamas didn't get in there early and get called bedclothes. They are called bedclothes. No, bedclothes is the sheets you put in your bed, aren't they? Oh, yeah, I suppose they are. I do say bedclothes, though, wrongly. How did bedclothes get in there before pyjamas? Well, bedclothes are clothes that your bed wears. Yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? But you wouldn't say that about... Yeah, you wouldn't call a tablecloth a tablecloth. Oh, tablecloth! Mm. Cloth, you oh, do. I guess it is. I yeah. suppose it is, isn't it? <laughs> I love shit like this. That's what I love about language. You can think about something and work. I worked something out the other day. Was it was about like, full oh. stops? No, but it was more like, you know, like saying it's called something. You're like, what? And he said, oh, yes, that. I think it was disease. And I was like, disease. Like, you're not at ease. You're diseased. I mean, it could be. I mean, it doesn't matter if it ain't. No, 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 it doesn't What does matter? What does matter? Well, disease must mean that, mustn't it? No. Disease. I'm diseased. I don't know how spell. I'm the diseased. trouble is, I, I can't spell. So the real problem you've got is I can't... No, no, but a derivative of... I mean, look at... 
I mean, I remember when I was a kid, the first time it, it was really weird, I, I was really weird, I realised I was weird, is when at school they were teaching us how to read the time and the teacher's writing down, like, o'clock. Yeah, of clock, isn't it? Yeah, and I was looking at it going, what? Is that, what? And no one questions it. The only other thing I can think of that is fillet of fish. The t- fillet of fish and five o'clock are the only things I can... It's fillet o'fish, isn't it? And, like, five o'clock. Yeah. I don't know why. Off clock. It doesn't make any sense if you... Sort it's of... three of clock. Yeah, but why is it three of clock? What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything, does it? According to the clock, it's three. That's what they mean, didn't they? Mm, just don't well, like it. But anyway, Ash, my question is, why isn't a comma called a half stop? It should be. It should, shouldn't it? Yep. You've done it again. <laughs> I have, not mm. I? I'm, sometimes I think the magic's going to run out, but it never does. No, that well's never running dry. It might be poisoned by a corpse or a dead goat every now and again, but ultimately they're still wet in there. Yeah, that's true. What have you been up to then, me old mate? Well, I um, I was going to do my decking, of course. Got quite a big bit of decking to do, um, but the wood didn't turn up until 2.30, so that can happen. Then it pissed down with rain. I went to football, went to watch Arsenal. How'd they get on? They won 2-0, but the season is over. It was pointless, pointless game. But They um, won the championship. I, Man City. As I went into championship. the Championship. Oh, uh, Norwich City. Oh, did they? Yeah. Your beloved Norwich. Big, big fan, mate. The Yellowbirds. I'm going down the snake pit next season. What's that? Is that one of the stands? Yeah, that's their Larry stand, apparently. Is it? Called the snake pit. I wonder if we get tickets. Should we go together? Yeah. Can't see a game. I'm, I'm, you know, what's what's your emblem as a cannon, right? Yeah, yours is well, a canary. Ours is a canary standing on a football. Well, Canaries. it's a ping-pong ball. It's a tiny ball. Canaries are harder, really, because they go down the mines, don't they? You wouldn't take a cannon die. down the mine. Yeah, they don't survive. Well. They're like lemmings. Of They should be called bird lemmings in German. They... <laughs> but canary in a coal mine is a saying but I don't know why Norwich are called the canaries I think it's not because of that I think it... there's no canaries around here I don't think I think it's because they... their colours are green and yellow because all the fields around here right grow... fields and mustard I must of course mustard trigger warning mustard and um... <laughs> and so I think the kit came first I think the kit, they were green and yellow. I don't know any of this. I'm making it nah, up. No, 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 I don't know. I don't so I know. reckon the kit was green and yellow to, 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 because that was the colours because of the fields around the fine city of Norwich. And they were like, you look like canaries. I've always really enjoyed Norwich as a team, but I don't know anything about them. Uh, well, they, they, they basically, they are probably the best. I think they've got to be getting towards the most consistent yo-yo club, which is inconsistent. Yeah, them and, them and West Brom. Yeah, probably. I think West Ham had a little spell like that, didn't they? They're out yeah, of it. They've stayed but up. But yeah, Norwich, it's every fucking... I mean, they might go down and not go up for two seasons. I don't think they spend any money. That's the thing. They come up, they, they don't do well, money. they go they down. They make money. They make they money. do well. They come up, they don't do anything. They go down. Blah, 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 it's blah, one blah. of those clubs that makes money. They get a half-decent, some, some, anything, then sell it. I've no, gigged top. there. I've gigged at Norwich City. Oh, what, red card? Oh, yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I did really well, and yeah, never heard from him again. The story of my 
stand-up life. How are you finding it looking at all these people saying they're gigging? I haven't yet, and I feel like upset. Well, I've got a couple it. in the diary, haven't I? So I've got up the creek. I've got a few of those in, but I've got nothing else in. And, you know, sometimes you get gigs just because someone likes you, don't you? Like, they clearly like me, so they've gone, oh, yeah, we must get him in. But I lost the most amount of gigs I've ever had there in a year. That, like, that's what I had booked in last year that was wiped out. And I've got like maybe five in for the rest of this year, if that, three, four, maybe. And, but then I've applied for 40 others and not had a response. So, have you applied for that? Yeah, because only in as much as like a couple of big clubs, I'm on their uh, list. So it goes, what dates are you available? And you tell them. And I didn't get a response to them. So, and the clubs that I've always done really well at, but you have to realize, I do realize that every single act is available. Every single act, yeah. Is available. I, and I've been looking at all these people saying first kick back, first kick back, and I'm, I'm making a list of them all, I'm gonna kill them. But lots of people are doing their own gig, I've noticed that as well. Like, oh, it's great to be back, and then it's their gig. It's like, well, yeah, you put yourself on. Well, yeah, you can do that, can't you? That's one way of doing it. When's your gigs coming back? Uh, Friday's my first one. Yeah, nice. Where are you, Colchester? No, Lowestoft. Oh, my gig? Yeah. The ones on book? Yeah. Oh, no. Not them. I don't know. I messaged him and said, when are our gigs coming back? And he says, I don't know. Oh, there you go. All right. But <laughs> I, I have got gigs, though. I thought you meant, when am I doing my first one back? So you're doing your first one in Lowestoft on Friday? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, oh yeah, newsflash, I'm brilliant at golf now. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, changed my grip. It was my grip all these years, all these years. So what can you do now? Hit it sort of like quite long and consistently straight. Consistently straight on your Edinburgh show, isn't it? Actually, of all the things in my life, that has been one of the most consistent things. <laughs> one of the most. Yeah, one of the most consistent <laughs> things about me. I saw a bloke the other day. Hey, listen, fuck it, all right. I saw a bloke the other week on Facebook, right? And it was um, it was Bisexual Awareness Day or something, right? It was a day for something like that. And he put, oh, since coming out as bi, although I've never actually had anything to do with another man, but I just sort of like realised that I could find a man attractive, but I'm married. So I never have actually been <laughs> by. Uh, and I just thought, you just want to make everything about you. I know exactly what you're talking about. Though. It's so, like... So there is nothing wrong with that, really. No, of course, no, no, no. But no, no, no. I know the person that you're talking about and I know that they would have gone, how can I be a part of this conversation? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, it's like say that vegan day. And I said, despite me never actually being a vegan and eating meat, yeah. I have thought about not eating meat. So, you know, now I'm involved. It's like, what? No. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's so ghastly, isn't it? There were those people trying to put, like, like I say, there are legitimate people who could say that. However, 
it's it's actually really bad when people are doing it because they're just trying to, like you say, get their face into the conversation. Get their... just, just edge their little toe towards that spotlight. Someone else's spotlight in it. And every, if you look at their timeline, it's everything. I mean, look, I just think... I just think it's... it's okay, I'm not saying that there's any... Obviously, I'm saying it's a it's a kind of... It's not victim. There's nothing victimy about it. But I'm saying, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Marginal. It's like I when you want to be a, a mar, part of a marginal group because it's somehow seductive and just attention. But there and are I'm some just, people who are trying to be a part of every marginal group. That's what I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with being in that marginal group, but wanting to be part of a marginal group, you're not actually a part of. I think that's a psychosis. Right? Yeah. It's like I see these people that are like persecuted and have it rough, and I, I, I stand with them and I support them. There's nothing wrong with that. But going, oh, I'm I'm involved now. That's about me. Yeah, I've also been persecuted, and I'm finding it difficult. But you haven't. The... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I've had a lot of racial abuse towards me. No, you fucking haven't. Yeah, that is the thing. This is what I don't get, Ash. Like, say, Black Lives Matter. Uh, if if a white person was to and rightly so go on talk about it, they go like you just got to listen you don't understand it's not lived yeah it's very difficult that so that why is, is it okay then when it's exactly the same but with sexuality yeah it's really difficult never, that if you've never fucking done it if you've never come out if you've never took the, the risk persecution never, and the if you've never struggle, faced that if you've never no. faced that persecution or social stigma of doing it you actually that's actually insulting yeah that's that's what's insulting that yeah. genuinely, I think that's what's insulting. Like you can stand with people, but to do it from behind this shield of yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I feel like that too. And like, like I say, if it's one thing or two things, then that's you... everything. Yeah, but with certain people, it is everything. But that's because it's so easy to. It's like constantly trying to refresh your browser to put you top of the list you know when people put make themselves top of a google search that's basically what a lot of these people are trying to do look it's this is like the equivalent of this is the the um, intellectual equivalent of someone who's had way too much plastic surgery done right this is like when someone all i see is insecurity yeah they're tr- they're, this is like plastic surgery of the sort of um of their morals, personality, yeah, your morals, yeah, their yeah. personality. So I'm going to fill. I'm this going to enhance the this. I'm going to put some fillers in that. I much but... prefer it when I don't agree with someone on something. You know, like we agree on pretty much everything. I think me and you, but I'd much prefer there to be things where we do clash and you can have a conversation rather is... than you constantly saying, "Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that," because you end up being there's, a hypocrite as well. There's one thing we both agree on, and it's the most important thing we agree on. We both agree that if we had a difference of opinion, it wouldn't matter. No, and that yeah. is what it is, mate. And um, there's, there's, a, there's no fear, and there's no you don't have to toe the line. And you can be honest, and you can have you, I, you can change more. You've changed my mind about things. There's not that's healthy. And yeah. if I don't know something, I, I, don't, I think that's healthy. But I do I think know. as well, you also become a hypocrite if you follow if you are. I don't know how to say the word. I'm not eloquent enough to say because I wanted to say if you're sympathetic towards everything, you should be sympathetic. But if every single thing 
you leap on and you say, yeah. Yeah, I'm a part of that too. Yeah, that happens to me too. Yeah. You end up well, it's being like a crying hypocrite. wolf, isn't it? That's, that's the old, oldest proverb there is. But it's empathy, also, isn't it? the double, the two-facedness of it. Like, I see these people and they're in this little community in these cliques where they're saying, oh, yeah, that happened to me. And, oh, yeah, I'm suffering too. And, oh, yeah, that it a, devalues people who have actually suffered. But also, I then hear people going, oh, my God, did you hear that person saying that? And that they'd had that. And that's happening behind the, under, under the, Behind the scenes or whatever, under the... Oh, uh, yeah, this is the thing. He must know that 90% of people just think he's an absolute cunt but doesn't care. He's nailed in his colour to the mask now. Yeah. I mean, I've heard so many people ridicule this specific person about so many things. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a parody of a fucking caricature now. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's like a sixth former that wants to... It's like a sixth former that's got every badge on his blazer. Yeah, and I mean? like I say, yeah, some of them are quite hypocritical of the other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're mutually exclusive. Yeah, it depends. It's... it's uh, this. I mean, uh, at what point... At what point in a, in a human being's life, or when you look at a human being, does, it, does this constant need for visibility actually... Is it actually like a problem yeah yeah well i can you can see it with certain people you genuinely can you can go oh you need to and it often happens because they do stand up and they're not very funny you can often yeah that's true you can often see it where you go oh you're just doing this well it's funny because in a way what you said earlier when you said oh you know you get some gigs of people like you now you mean like your act did you uh, I'm talking about clubs liking me, booking me because they think I can do a job at their club. Exactly. So I think some people think they will get booked if people like them and agree with them, their principles. Yeah, yeah. So that's what it is, isn't it? So I'm going to be the most right on person or whatever. It could be, the, and it's not a woke thing. It could be anything. It it's could so be like boring. Even if you're like you've did before your show before up in Edinburgh where you. Um, Came at everything, they come at loads of different things and then flipped it at the last minute of your beliefs. Do you remember what I mean? You were talking about mental health, you talked about yeah. uh, different people's rights, and it was, I'm not going to say it was excellent, but it was really good. And uh, then you'd have people coming up to you saying, Oh, I studied this, I studied that, and what you did there was brilliant. Like you really spoke intelligently about things, blah, blah, blah. And then other people would come up to you and go, I can't believe that was your opinion. I can't mm. believe you thought that. I can't believe mm. you've said that. And you're like, no, I don't think that. You've missed. You've completely missed the point. It's buzzwords, isn't it? It's buzzwords and triggers, isn't it? And they, these people kind of work in the opposite of that, where they they are just at the try. Oh God, there's this new thing. I just need to be on. I just need to get on Facebook quickly and say that I also have suffered under that thing as well. Mm. I just need to, and it, it can be anything. Like even like you say, this person, Black Lives Matter, and being, yeah, I've was persecuted. I've I've been with black friends, and they've been persecuted. Now you can have a part of that conversation, but you're not the victim. Yeah, it's not about you. It's what mm. everything's about them. Now this is this is this is actual clinical narcissism. Not, yeah. I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying narcissism like at all. But then, like street insult. Thing. We. Why do we care? Like I care. I look at it. I've cut. I'm off everything other than Twitter now, because I got sick and tired of a million different things. But that kind of thing really wound me up. And 
Most transparent, isn't it? But why do we care? I don't care. It winds me up. It does wind me up. And like we're talking about it now. Yeah, I mean, it's so impossible to read a post like that and not just go, oh, fuck off. It's, it's, yeah. it's like a, when a doctor hits your knee with a hammer. It's a reflex. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck off. But then does any of this matter? Like, Because no, this person thinks that they're going to be booked more or they're going to be in a little clique or, you know, some it's just reinforcing their place within this mythical clique that they've but got I don't in their think head. I don't think they will get booked more. And like no, I say, especially as every single act in the entire country is available to be booked, if you're getting booked for any club right now, then you are in the top, what, 20%? Here's my, something I've realised, I may have said it before. The, all, I looked at the comedians I like, and I looked at the comedians I don't like, and I mean world stage i don't mean people i work with oh, and there's a common theme or, or a com- there is a common th- uh, you know like something got in common <laughs> all the comedians i love they don't care if you like them or not and it's not that they're all edge lords or they're all uh, dark or they're all it's just that they've got a norm's got it they don't they don't pander yeah i'm saying this thing i'm saying and i'm saying thing this thing and i'm saying this thing because of the merits of what i'm saying not that fucking, hey, guys, isn't everything brilliant? I want everyone to like me so that people laugh. That's what this guy's doing. It's like, I'm a good guy. I'm one of the good guys. I've had my vaccination. I, I, I told someone off for not wearing a mask. I go around the village. Yeah, people who are telling people that they've done that as well. Yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm so nice. Please book me and please laugh at me because I'm a good guy. I'm one of the sweet ones. It's like, you haven't got no faith in your ability. You're looking for a fucking... But then, uh, see, I don't know where I stand, really, with that because... Like, I don't think I'm wet like that. I don't think I'm like, oh, please like me, please like me. But I definitely, my character on stage is definitely like I'm trying to be their friend. It doesn't alter the way I, what I'm saying. No, that's, that's not really it. That's it to a lesser extent. That's fine. I'm not saying you've got, everyone's got to be unlikable. And I'm no, not no, saying no, the comedians I'm... I like are unlikable. But that's not, all, that's not their MO. That's not all they're desperate No, for. no. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, get them on side. And they, they, a lot of them are like, they get up there and they say nice things about the NHS and this, that and the other. So everyone thinks, oh, I don't want to not laugh at this person's jokes because they're a good person. It's a yeah. fucking dirty, stinking trick, really. Yeah, go and be funny. Go be funny. And again, I'm not saying the opposite. I'm not saying go up there and be a fucking, like I say, edge lord cunt and do rape jokes and this and that and fucking be edge, edgy with racial material. I'm just saying, but just go up there and if you thought of something funny to say about I don't know, fucking washing up. Just do the washing up bit. Don't... But I saw um, someone message me this week because someone that they'd gigged with, open mic get comic, had just been booked, had just been signed by an agent. And the comic messaged me and was like, how the fuck has this happened? And the answer is a million ways. Like that person, like you might think that person's shit, but they're in the club, they're in this little club before they even probably did their first gig. They yeah, already, yeah. they probably already knew the agency. They probably, you know, there's a million different things. It, that person has not signed after a year of doing stand up at open mic clubs, has not signed to a big agency because of their stand up comedy. Like, the there is the no doubt whatsoever in my mind it's because they already knew them or there's something else they're going to be doing. So you could start doing stand-up. You could look like a presenter. You could clearly be well-suited to presenting. You could have the right look. You will get signed 
Because if they sign you, you end up presenting a TV show, you're going to make that agency a lot more money than doing fucking gigs we do. Yeah. Punters gigs, as they call them dis- disparagingly, don't they? Yep. And those punters That's what gigs. I learned two weeks ago from you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So these agencies aren't looking for good comics. They're looking for people that are dabbling in comedy that can go on to be something else, like get a fucking... You see so often you go, oh, that person's with that agency. How? How? And it is. And then you find and... out they went to Rada or something. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that. what I mean? It's like, oh, they're going to be an actor. They're going to they're going to get a fucking bit part in Doctor Who, and that agent's going to be creaming it in. And then that's all the interest. Or do adverts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. I oh, know you do. God, we're two old fucking pricks, aren't we? Uh, yeah, but so what? What? This is the <sighs> thing. This is the whole thing I've been I've been looking around, and it's like we're supposed to not be allowed to communicate with anyone anymore because we're gammons and old dinosaurs. Why? Why? I'd like to do gigs. I'd like to just do a load of gigs, good gigs. You know, I just want to make people laugh, mate. I don't care about all this stuff, really. I do. I don't care. It makes me sick. But it doesn't affect us. That's the other thing as well. It doesn't affect me whether someone's doing that. That's the thing. That's where I'm torn at the moment. No, no. But because I, what... I, if you if you weren't on social media, you just wouldn't be annoyed by anything. Like, I, there are issues in the world that you have to deal with, yeah, but half the stuff that, I mean, like, again, I'm going to say the same thing. All those people that were put on a sex list at the beginning of lockdown, and they mm-hmm. all come off social media, and one of them's writing on a big TV show, one of them's just released a book. Yeah, but Ash, Ash. The one who came out and apologised and said, and owned up to it all, isn't working anymore. The so, others just abandoned social media are doing just fine. People heard about this list and they were salivating, rubbing their hands together. Couldn't wait. This is the actual justifiable target for the angry mob. We're going to get some fucking, we're going to get a lynch going. And then they looked at it and they were like, oh, fuck, these aren't the people we wanted to be on here. If they weren't the right sort of people on the list, no. and they would have been disappointed. Yeah. They wanted people like me on there, mate. But you think no, I'd have been treated like that? They want no. But that, like I say, I saw one of them's writing a big TV show. One of them's releasing a book, and he's on, and he's being pro- promoted by loads of other acts. So oh, it's like, oh, that is completely forgiven, is he? Like, like I said, <laughs> that club. It is like all these things are metaphors. Like the Illuminati doesn't really exist. It's a metaphor, isn't it, for this sort of thing? Yeah. And it is like if you are in that club, like a Mason or something, that takes precedent over your crimes. That's like Louis C.K. I always think, to come back to him, that the reason he these his crimes were ancient. They were well, not crimes, his misdemeanor, I don't know, they weren't actually well, I suppose I don't know, I don't have any criminal charges, but his his dirty deeds were ancient. But what was different? He started releasing his own specials and making his own films and cutting yeah. out Hollywood. He started selling he them on his He took out web- all the entrances and literally that was a brilliant thing he was doing. And then what did they do? What did they do, Ash? transparent about it. They yeah, but- brought it back from the past and buried him. Yeah. I, think, I don't think that was a coincidence. While he was the golden goose of making HBO and Comedy Central all this money, no one was talking about it. No, and they, but they knew about it. He left the club, mate. Once you leave that club, the club's more important. He was so transparent about the earnings. That was what's so great about it. You remember when he first did those releases, and I'm not I'm not talking about him wanking. Yeah. I mean the the 
the sort of MP3 or whatever it is releases he did, he was like, this is how much it costs for me to make a special. This is how much it costs to have a camera crew there. This is how much it costs to release it. Broke it all down. And when he did it with no physical copies, all online off his own website, yeah. like, I'm charging $5 because $5 is what I, like, it costs, I'm going to make $3 a a purchase on this, basically. If I sell so many, yeah. Yeah. And, and he people was like, went for it. Yeah. Of course they and did. It wasn't, you know, but this is what the Hollywood machine do- doesn't he want. He chopped out all the manufacturers. He chopped out all the agents and everything. Hmm. It was funny, though, because his latest one, I bought his latest one, which was about the... Well, just after the controversy. And he doesn't really mention it, which I think is a bit of a cop-out for someone who is so open and... Well, yeah, suppose, you know, like, appearingly so. Yeah. I thought it was strange. He just sort of referenced him. And, oh, it was a bad year. I did some bad stuff. And then that's it. It moves on. And I thought, oh, you could have... He could have been funny and humble and... What's the yeah, word? Yeah, but is contrite. Is this what you want to see? Contrite. Though, do you want to? Do you want it to could see... have been, He could have been funny. He could have done it funny. Yeah, not he... not many people could, but he could have. Hmm. I don't but know. Other, but like I said, guys. like I said, people in the club, mate. Once you're in the club, that is more important than what you do and your behaviour. Being out of the club, minor crimes you've hung for, but once you leave the club, like he did, then you're fucking fair game. So, with that in mind, we got a question. Last week from Graham Woods. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to play it now and we can answer that question. Hello, Justin. Hello, Ash. It's Graham from Birmingham. Uh, My question is, do you think that adversity makes the best comics? Do you think that if you've had an easy life, you're generally not going to be as funny as someone who's uh, as a comedian who's been through some stuff? That's the question. Bye. Good question. Very good question. And something I have thought about. Yeah? And what do you feel? I feel like it's changed. I think it's changed. I think in the past, I would say without a doubt, yes. It definitely made made for a a deeper, more true comedian. Yeah, but... There is a very, there's a very, there's a certain type of self-deprecating or, or or laughing at your pain, gallows humor, basically, which has been not, which is out of fashion. Gallows humor, you you know, people would be like, you shouldn't joke about that, even if it's something that's happened to you. I think. Yeah. Uh, and this is the thing. This is my metaphor for what's fucked up with the uh, puritanical approach to dark comedy is there's two blokes on the gallows and they've got the nooses around their necks and they've got the black bags over their head. And one bloke who's about to be hung turns to the other one and says, oh, there's no point hanging around here. And the hangman says, I find that offensive. Yeah. It's like the people that are in the gallows should be allowed to joke about it. But the people that seem to tell you off for it are the white middle-class privileged people. That have yeah. had it charmed, that have had a charmed life, but they seem to be descending on the councillors. Yeah. Going, well, the... you people shouldn't joke about your situation; it's offensive. Well, there you go. That's the guy that we're talking about on Facebook all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, Graham. I mean, yeah, 
I think it makes you. I think being out. I tell you what it does do. If you can go through shit and laugh at it, then you then you can laugh about anything. So it's a bit like going to the gym, yeah. It's a bit like lifting up the heavy weights and getting stronger. If you can laugh your way through adversity, then you. I think by definition, you're going to have a more. You. You're yeah. going to have a more. You're going to have a more defined comedy muscle, aren't you? I think it kind of also works the other way, whereas it isn't that. Uh, you know, those situations are what makes you a comedian. It's not you draw from them as a comedian. No, yeah. I think it's like that. Like you're saying, you're battling, battling, battling. You go one way or the other. You become a miserable, withered up old well, whatever. Both. Or you go, well, fuck this. This is a funny story. Yeah. And so I think and there's that whole thing about comedians being depressed. You know, a lot of comedians suffer mental health issues. I don't think it's that. I think it's. It's not comedy that makes that. It just that makes you more likely to be uh, a comedian. And I think, and also, people with a propensity to do comedy are more likely to be open and talk about that. Exactly. Yeah, that's the other thing. You will talk about it. You will be mm. more open because it is that is what the kind of person you are. I don't. You know, I've, I can't say I've really. It's weird because I've been through terrible things, but none of them I would. Baz would have. Yeah, come all the way through it. Born there. There are things, you know, big life events that have really been shit and you have had the same things. I don't ever think of them as really negative things. I, I am of the mindset that where I am now is good and so I'm happy with what it took to get here, how it happened. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't think those things made me a better comedian. I don't, but, you know, it does it is a thing that bad things have happened, but I've, I've already led a difficult life, but there has been some things that weren't great. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, and again, that's your perception, isn't it? I mean, that even you say it, that shows a kind of attitude where some people would go through the same things and be going, I've had a terrible life and feel sorry. For, not, I don't want to say that. Cause that sounds such a, not feel sorry for themselves, but dwell on it more. Do yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? it affects them more negatively. Yeah, yeah. But I wanted to be a comedian. I wanted to be a comedian from from five years old. You know what I mean? So it's very difficult for me to say, um, oh, yeah, I, I do it because I've been through adversity or I do it because it's, you know, mental health issues or I do it because this or that or the other. I wanted to do it when I was a little boy who was you know, mm. playing around in Manappi in the garden, basically. And a comedy career is a microcosm for a hard life because everyone knows about the story. You speak to people and say you're a comedian and they want to hear about the bad gigs. Yeah, yeah. Want, how bad they know, Yeah, heckling, you know, deaths. Well, I saw uh, a couple of our mates who are comedians. One of them went back and did a gig this week and he was sending me videos and he just said, like, what am I doing? It was a pub. It was no one was interested. The toilets were next to the let's call it stage, and people just kept walking out and then standing in front of them and dancing and stuff. He's like, "This is shit." But you know what? He will then he'll go and gig on Friday. He'll go and gig on Saturday. Yeah, that's part of it. But it's so that's what I'm saying. So going through shit, getting used to going through shit, does it make you a better comedian? Maybe not makes you better, but it makes you able to do it. Certainly more. If you've never, yeah, had, does, does, if you've never had adversary, you have one bad gig and you're out, I'd imagine. That's true. That's absolutely true. Yeah. I've had that feeling of I was thinking about I was in um this is weird. I was in Aldi the other day, Aldi, whatever, the supermarket. 
And there was a guy and he was saying it was his first day. The cashier was like, he said to the woman in front of me, oh, sorry if I'm a bit slow, but it's my first day. And instead of the first thing I thought of was all those jobs that I've had where, you know, you do something and you get the cold sweat that something's really fucked up. And you're like, oh, my God, how do I deal with this situation? This is terrible. Um, And I kind of put myself in his situation in that situation. And I thought about my son and I thought, I must remember to tell my son that nothing actually matters. Because every yeah. time I've had that situation where I've gone, oh, no, I am fucked. Like, this is uh, dreadful. It doesn't matter because even you never do lose your job or you never do get in that much trouble. But you can always just walk away. Nothing actually matters. Nothing actually matters. What Society is, doesn't matter. Society what a weird thing matter. that that's where my brain went with that. But what I think it means is you ha- I've had that so many times that feeling of, oh, no, I've said the wrong thing. Oh, no, I'm in the wrong place. Oh, no, I've, bought, I've gone to the wrong class. I've taken the wrong books. Yeah, I mean, I why are we just like that? I'm like <laughs> it now. Yeah. Oh, I'm always that... the one that doesn't know anything. Yeah. And so that is what sets you up. You go on stage and you have a, you die on your ass. And now, although I guess it comes with a bit of training, if I'm dying on stage now, I can look at you at the side of the stage and we can I can go, this is brilliant. Yeah. I can look at you. Because it doesn't matter. Because did you this know... happen? I feel like this did happen. When did we last gig together? Was it really shit? We did sh- pretty shit one in Daniel Neck of the Woods, didn't we, for Christmas? I'm struggling to remember. It was in front of a Christmas tree in the foyer of a theatre. Oh, my good God, that was shit. It was in... <laughs> there was, was no a, light to me. It was in front of a really well-illuminated Christmas tree. We were the basically silhouettes. Kept, the front yeah. door kept opening and closing. Beep. That noise. <laughs> so the week before, I'd done a gig there in front of eight hundred people, and then what <laughs> was it? Even the week it was the week. And then before. you have to do a jazzy gig. And then I did a gig, and there was twenty people, all of whom are on a work do, and basically been forced from out from the and, place. So they couldn't put yeah from that actual building. They couldn't put it in the comedy hall. So the only room they thought would be suitable was the actual lobby entrance of the place. Yeah. It's incredible. We were sort of doing a gig in the sort of place you'd have a table with some brochures on it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Like you'd have that little thing that said like things to do in the local area. Oh my god, it was awful. Yeah, that was that one. But uh, I like bad gigs. I think I prefer them. No, I, I get don't. paid. I do. Oh, yeah. I when we're different, isn't it? So you expect things to go well in your life. I don't. I like having a gig where I have a really good chat with the audience and it's funny and I think of how quick I was. But never listen to those back, is what I say. No matter what. Yeah, you're not as quick as you thought. When I um, I had the probably the best gig I've ever had down at Comedia in Brighton, and it's all recorded there in 4K HD. And it was, I just felt like I was going to explode with comedy genius. It was like everything landed. Choking. Everything landed. And the guy said to me, Do you want me to send you the video for tonight? I said, No, I don't want to see that ever. I never want to see that again. Yeah. There's no way it was anywhere near that good. And I've then seen like, yeah, go on. You hear it back and you go, oh, God, that's oh, I awful. Thought that, I, I thought that, yeah, and you sort of stumble over a word when you thought you was like Oscar Wilde. And they go, oh, that point. didn't make any sense. They really laughed and that made no sense at all. Mm. But I've seen a load of comedians. See, there's the other, the other sort of, the other way people they can go, but where they post all these videos of them doing that and it's shit and they think it's great. Yeah, they put them up. 
Yeah. And I'm like, this is crap. I'd be embarrassed of this. But then it's difficult again because I've got one video up, I think, that is me hosting again at Comedia in Brighton. And it was a really funny time, but it was, there was no material. So it's very difficult yeah. to put a video up that isn't material because you are just having a chat that's funny in the moment. Mm. So it is difficult. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing... MCing on Friday. And I think I'm happy that I am rather than doing a set. Because yeah. when I MC, I don't do any jokes. I try not to, but I, I, I just won't allow myself to. And I, I yeah. think I'd rather just talk to silence for five minutes and go into a bit. Yeah, because you, you can always, you're in the beautiful position of being like, okay, here's someone who's going to tell you some jokes. Yeah, exactly. And you go, I don't tell jokes. I just say that. I muted on my hands once at a club where women went, oh, tell a joke. And then a Scottish woman went, hey, tell a fucking joke. And I went, no, I could do, but I'm not going to now. That's what yeah, I said. Yeah, you, you spoiled it. Yeah, I said, I'm not going to. And then I turned the audience against them. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, great. I said, do you agree with me or her? And they went, yeah. And I went, when I come on to the next, uh, the next section, at the interval, I came on and they gave me this sarcastic, I mean, rapturous standing ovation almost. Yeah. And I just looked at that woman and I just went, bang, middle finger, bitch, have that. And everyone laughed at that. Yeah, because that's, that's puerile that I am. Yeah. But yeah, I got give my so I got a gig back. Uh, looking forward to that. I'm going to try and get uh, an uh, literal new material night gig in before I do. Oh, how's your creek. blanket material coming on? So yeah, I'm going to try and get in some new material gigs. <laughs> That's new material. <laughs> I am. hasn't crossed my mind since I said it on the podcast. Yeah, no. So five I, days um... ago. I put an offer in the house. Oh, wow. Another one. Oh, different house. Yeah, different. I didn't get that other one. Didn't want it anyway. Stupid. Too much work. No, I'd, it was, this one's more work. Lovely. Good. You'd love but, a bit of work. Yeah, you know how quick I am at grouting. Yeah. Does it need bush, grouting? Bush, bush. Yeah, I need every, fucking need everything, mate. I mean, Jesus, it needs everything. Are you going to send it to me so I can have a little snoop around? Yeah, I will do. Hey, did I ever tell you about the time I got so drunk I nearly became religious? Yeah, you did, yeah. Mm, that happened again the other day. <laughs> Do you remember when uh, the, you got so drunk that you passed out and I just sat in a pod booth waiting for you for two hours? Well, I, by definition, I can't remember that. Same I remember, day. Same day. Yeah, yeah well, again, I, there's this billboard in Norris. It just, it's just quite simple. It just says, Jesus loves you. And sometimes I'm so hungover, it, I feel it. You go, thank God he does. Cause yeah, at least I'll... someone does, right? And I think that is the that is the gimmick, isn't it? That is the Yeah, scam. that's how they get you, mate. Because that's what I was thinking about. That that's earlier, what which... AA is a religious organisation, isn't yeah. it? They're Christian. I don't know if it's just booze. But you know what you were saying earlier, like you said, oh, are you going to tell your son like nothing really matters? And I sort of started to say, society doesn't matter. You can drop out of society. There's always someone that will be there for you. And it is... The religious Jesus. scam artists. Yeah, yeah they're there. <laughs> that's they'll who, always that's, be there. They'll always have your back, mate. They'll always. No matter what you've done, you could be forgiven. That is a good thing about that's That's where Jesus differs from the Twitter mob, isn't it? He'll forgive you. You can't. If you if they've got you, there's nothing you can do. You can't apologise. or There's no there's no redemption. It's out of no. fashion, isn't it? And I find, yeah. that, I find that quite scary. Unless you leave it long enough. Unless you're in the club, yeah. How do we get Justin in this fucking Lee club? Collins. How do we join? Yeah, too late now. 
Yeah, see, he was he, he weren't in the club, was he? Because he was a bit what was he too working class? Yeah, and he was abusive to his his partner. Yeah, but I know people that are abusive to their partners that of a different background and they get away with it. Doing absolutely brilliantly, aren't they? What about that one? Um... <laughs> I don't know. I just can't really say. But someone who was way more abusive to a younger boy, and he seems to have got away with it, that killed himself. That's worse than what Just Lee Collins done, right? Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. But, uh, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Lovely way to end it. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, uh, there are some more questions that have come in, but we will need to process those. That's for sure. And we'll talk about them next week. Thank you, Graham, for your message. If you want to do that, you can go to the Anchor app and leave us a voicemail and um, and we'll play it here and we'll talk about it. It's good. It's a good jumping off point, isn't it? Beachy head. Yeah. And also, exciting news, Justin Oh, P. I've never been more excited. There is Pranks and Firth merch. I know. I'm wearing it now. Are you? Yeah. No. If you want to get yourself some Pranks of Firth merch, it is over on Teespring. I don't know what the link is. I'll tweet it out. But if you if you are a uh, patron of... Uh, if you're a patron, you'll get a little discount on varying levels of how much you patronise us. So if you're on the £10 a month, you could get up to 25% off. And it's the design by Nathaniel McMahon... Um, and he's getting his share of the profits. So you'd not just be supporting us. Well, how, how come I'm not getting any, though? Oh, you, we don't make any money on it, mate, or any of it. You said that but when you told me about this, and yeah. I wasn't consulted on this, Nathaniel, mm-hmm. you was. said that you and him are splitting it. Yeah, me and him splitting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how, what about me? Or how, where do I fit into this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, uh, well, you consultations, you'll get, you know. You didn't want. You don't want money, do you? Um, I'm, I, I, yeah, I need to. Buy you know that we don't get any of the money for Patreon, didn't you? It goes well, taxes. Well, I do. I know I don't. Yeah, Ta- yeah that's yeah, the yeah. thing. How come every week you, you say we get that big it. tax bill again, don't we? Yeah, and that's going to be the same with the merch. Really, I'm not going to be making money, here, mate. It's going to be. Mm, well, thanks for looking after it all, mate. Because I, I yeah, wouldn't know no, where to start. I got you. I got you. Don't worry about it. I got you, babe. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, go and have a look. I'll put, I'll post the link. I think some of it's quite nice. You know, the logo's good, and um, yeah, Panks, it'll probably work on something, and maybe we'll stick it on a t-shirt as well. Mm-hmm. You never know. It's not like you're busy, is it? Oh, I'm so busy. I've got a proper job now. How do people do this? No, they don't. I people don't it. do it, mate. I'm I came back from the thing, the, the recording on Friday. I got in about two. I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Honestly, I was like, I can't do this. This is mad. I did, did, did a nice charcoal face mask today when I watched that film. Did you? Mm. That's your skin, skin feels lovely. Yeah, it was last one made me think of it. Did it go in your pores or is it just a softening thing? It was like a cloth mask soaked in something. I feel all plump and juicy. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Well, it's nearly tomorrow, so I'm going to stop recording now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got to go to bed. I've got to work tomorrow. Stupid. What are we doing at this time of night? Oh, yeah, because you forgot that you I forgot I watched a shit film on Netflix. Fucking hell. And I was playing golf. I was playing golf on my PlayStation. 
I'm literally like an abused partner that just go and you go, oh, I forgot about it. It's half past 10. You're still up for doing it. I go, yeah, I'll be there for you no matter what. Do you want me to come pick you up? Yeah, no problem. No, no one knows me like you do, though, do they, Ash? No, All your friends don't get I'll me. I'll change you. Yeah, of course you will. Course I'm you nice, will. really. Yeah. See you later, All listener. Right, mate. Yeah, I'm going to go to bed. See you, Justin P. Non-weighted blanket. Good night. <laughs>